Hello, welcome to another episode of Stadium Cast. Um, my name is Martijn. You may call me Inadequance. And I am Lumberger, also known as Amanda. And it is a pleasure to be here one more week with yet another uh, world champion. Or I guess regional champion, right? Did you just use Future Sight? Yeah, maybe. No, uh, that's I'm, the thing. I'm, I'm going I'm to be DJ. <laughs> welcome, EJ. How are you feeling today? Uh, hello, I'm feeling good. Happy to be here. Can you give us a little introduction about you, yourself? Of course. Uh, I think a lot of people already know me. I'm 23JB, more known as EJ in the community. Um, I'm from Austria, 26 years old. I'm a father of three. Wait, 26? Uh, I, I'm 26. You're yeah, younger than me? It was last week, yes. Yeah, what am I doing in life? Keep going. Okay, so... I just lost what I wanted to say. Thank you, my time. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, I, I like to play Pokemon Go. That's basically my, my biggest hobby outside of spending time with my family. And I like talking about it. That's, that's, that's why I'm here. Yeah, and not only do you like to play it, but you're also sort of like a captain of a Pokemon team, right? A PvP team. It's pretty well known, especially in the European community. Uh, you're like the founder of Wasted Potential. Yes, I think it's not only known in Europe. I think the Apex community knows us as well. Um, they may not like us as much, but you know what? But yeah, I'm the founder with Josh. Uh, we both founded with the potential back in Cycle One, Season One of Factions, and I think we like it once through the brackets. And yeah, it's like it's like my baby. With the potential, it's like my baby. How, it's your fourth how, baby. How did your group come together? I, I, like you stole my local Howie, for example. How, how did, how yeah, did you like, end up with, with you guys and not with me? Like, I, I hear factions is coming up and I have never done Sylph before. So I haven't played Sylph before. I just played GBL casually. And we were all hanging in, in that one dunk, guys, in Darling's Discord server together. Mm -hmm. And so we like, uh, I reached out to Josh because he was like the only one that reached, I think, elite back then. In, in, in Sylph, and I was like, yo, do you know how this thing works? Do you want to wanna build up a team and get some people in here? And then we just asked around. Howie wasn't on the initial team. We picked up Howie as Cyclaster. But we like ask Panic. The Panic was our safe spot because he had the biggest roster. He could do anything. We asked Lima. He was like the master specialist in Cycle 1. And so we, yeah, we asked Ollie. And then so we came together. We just had a pretty nice team. It wasn't I think it was seven players in the beginning of Factions. And then we just started it off and we actually did way better than we expected. Yeah, you guys made it all the way up to Emerald tier. And I have to ask because now you can have 10 players on your team and you can, you've expanded also to have like almost an academy team, the potentially wasteful. How do you, how do you decide who's going to play in what? And like, is there ever any hard feelings? Like if it's like, yeah, sorry, you have to go down to the you know, the, the B squad because the A squad is full? No, I think we have, except for Ilya, who actually asked to be removed down to the B team to help out, I think we have never actually put a player from the A to the B team. Okay. So I think it was only Ilya because Poker Squawk back then, we moved him up from potential wasteful to wasted potential. But I think there wasn't a single player that, that got put down in the B team just because we... We just never overexpanded the A-team. Like we, we, the B-team was not like an academy. It was more like a second A-team that wanted to push for Emerald. And we came pretty close. Mm -hmm. right? 
So it was never actually a, a B team. It was more like or an academy. It was more like the second A team that tried to grow and tried to, to push to the limits. Who do you consider to be to, to have been your biggest rival in factions? Yeah, I think that's it for that one. Um, um, that's a good question. Um, I think that there's like two rivalries we have. It's like the friendly with, with EU Empress. Like we just always always nagged ourselves. And I was like, yeah, come on, we're gonna beat you, and then we just got clapped up again, except for the last second. And then there's like the second one with the Snowa Tappers, which was actually, I think we started it with the Transparent Shiny Snowa. I think it was like the first faction beef on Twitter, or like considered the first one. And I think it was Snowa, Snowa Tappers who probably did be the, the bigger rival than EU Emperors. Snowa Tappers seems like, to be like everyone's rival. It's, do they purposely like to uh, kind of rile everyone? They just, yeah, they, they, just, they just know the Twitter game, right? They just know how to. To... Well, it, it was actually just one guy pushing for rivalries, and the others didn't was, care. It was like, under. It's, it's just it was, Andy. It was under. Yeah. And, and, and then we good. were like, okay, there he is with his memes. We guess we have to put out our memes now again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was also like, I think we we played Snowball Tappers already in the in the qualifying cycle. Like it was our very first opponent in cycle one, uh, in the qualifying here. So it was like it started off in the beginning. We, we lost round one against the Red Tappers and we tried. Just never wanted to lose against them again. And in the end, we, we tied in psych, in bout wins against each other. But we are like, I think, four games down and over wins. And if you had to say, I mean, you guys did win the last EU potential factions matchup. Do you guys think that Wasted Potential is the best EU faction? The best is... Uh, what's the best, right? We... I think we were the best performing team in the last cycle. Um, uh, there's maybe a debate that Amoretto performed slightly better. They just had less wins over. But I think we were the most, one of the most consistent factions all over EMEA. Like we never relegated. We were close in the first cycle, but we never relegated. We were always in the top three to four. So I think we're like, we, Snowball Tappers, and, and EU Emperors are like the most consistent factions in, in EU. And who's the best? I, we can, we can, afterwards, we can try to make a tournament with us three and everyone plays each other and then see who is better. No one's ever so us because Emperors will surely be the last one there. <laughs> mm-hmm. How many, yeah, that, that is a good point overall. Like, how many wasted potential people were, are going to be playing at Worlds? Uh, if you consider Focus Croc, it's, Three, right? It's me, Logan, and and also James and and Focus Box. And Martin, how many from EU Emperors? Um, we're gonna have myself and uh, Scafo. That's it. So it's yeah. uh, not coming, unfortunately, to Japan. Yeah, that's a bummer. We. Uh, I hope EJ forgot, but now I'm actually going to remember. No, of course he didn't forget. We no, had, we we had, we had a bet. Yeah, we had a we did we, had a we bet, did a but... bet on anything. I think. Now we also well we we did bet actually that I make a tweet on EU Empress Twitter and your Twitter if I win and oh, vice versa right. Well, but that's a we also said we considered Thomas right. Yeah, we also we also said that that we considered Thomas as qualified right. But I like three three we are tied up and so therefore therefore whoever wins worlds takes it all. Then. Uh yeah, let's let's hope that it doesn't go <laughs> like Sylph factions. Uh. <laughs> Uh, can you tell us more about that, uh, EJ? I, I can. Like we, 
didn't put the money where our mouth was. We just got clapped by Indian Titans. It was a fair game. They just clapped us, and then I think we just, after that, that devastating loss, we just couldn't perform anymore. Like, we also had to, unfortunately, play without Asenio and Jumping Lima. They both retired right before, right before Faction's Walls. So it was, it was, it was worse. Yeah, we also played with one, already one last spot, the last, uh, basically, last cycle. And then having two people retire right before Worlds, it was, it was kind of rough. Arsenio? What, what did Arsenio do then? He just, he's just in Marseille drinking. Oh. So he's not, he's not playing Go anymore. Yeah, he's just not, he just doesn't want to play competitive anymore. So really? Not, not, not for next season either? No, he's, he's he, he, he even said if there's a last chance to qualify, he wouldn't play because I think he's going to No, Japan, no, but I mean but for next season, play. for 2024. No, he's, he's, I think he's considering the French regional if there's one. Uh, that, is what, that is confirmed. It's Lille, but it's Lille, yeah. mm -hmm. he's considering this, but I think no, nothing else. Yeah, not going to travel for. Oh, that's too bad. I mean, it was it was a day two qualifier, a lot of days as well, and came pretty close overall. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. Also, I, I loved meeting up with him. We had a lot of fun in, in the regional we meet up, and but yeah, it, it it did hurt us as well. Like he was one of our best performing players in the last cycle, so losing one of our field specialists who like put in a lot of wins everywhere, everywhere it was. It is rather. Yeah, listen, I, I don't even want to talk about the fact that you guys lost to an APAC team. <laughs> <laughs> but you can uh, thank me for bringing them all into your uh, Wasted Potential Discord server. Yes. yes. <laughs> for those for those who don't know, I, uh, I made some big claims on Twitter that no APAC team was going to win the very first round of the... The EU or the World Championships for factions, and uh, yeah, they they all uh, came to attack. Yeah, we sacrificed us for world peace. <laughs> what happened to Jumping Lemur? I I met him in New York, a, a real finance bro, uh, but he's not interested in playing either anymore. He's he's retired. He just has other interests. Doesn't want to play the game. He DM'd me today that he hasn't opened the game in three weeks now. So. Yeah, so a lot of people are, are losing interest, unfortunately. And I think if you if you don't keep up to date with PvP, right? If you don't play for like a few weeks, you are actually getting getting worse. You're getting really worse really fast, and that's that's what's happening then, right? And if you're worse once, you probably don't get in get back in that fast anymore. Because you have to relearn a lot of stuff, especially if there are like mechanic changes, etc. Then that's like more. If you could, or do you have any suggestions for people who are starting to feel like they're getting that burnout on it or they're not interested in playing? Because you're right. I mean, like, obviously, we love the game and we want to see it continue. What are some ways that you think that would uh, be able to help do that? Uh, what I did, I, I also also was, like, frustrated last last season. Last GBL season, I actually didn't play that much. I think I played 500 battles the entire GBL season. Just take a step back, right? So if I don't want to play today, I don't want to play. If I, I played one, two battles, I didn't have fun, I stopped the day, right? I tried the other day again. It's just, if I if I want to wanna practice game mechanics, I can also play auto against some friends and, and voice call and have some fun, right? Playing that it's game mechanics, I don't need a perfect team to do that. So mm -hmm. it's just have fun. Don't try to force yourself to to do good it's not every day is a good day and if you lose points in gbl maybe you should start over the other day hey ej i want to talk a little bit about building up to japan um yeah i think your first biggest achievement that you had in play pokemon is the last chance qualifier right 
Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. You you qualified for Worlds at the very last second. You remember that tournament where I got beaten up by a... By a shot of Swana, yes. I will never forget that. <laughs> None of us never will forget never forget. forget. Yeah, so it, it was it was a tough call, right? Because I had some problems actually getting to, to London, right? Uh, I needed other people's help to actually finance the trip and fund the trip to go to London. And I promised everyone who like helped me out that I will try my best to actually qualify, qualify and do well at work. So I, I went to London. I didn't have a team really well already. So I was like, yeah, I don't know what I want to play. And I was like thinking back at UIC when we talked to each other and he was like, your Pelipa is to play. I was like, yeah, I like Pelipa. Why not? Why not just try it out? Right? And I played the Pelipa Canto 9 score. The final thing Canto 9 And it worked out perfectly well for the last miss qualifier. And I just, I just, I think I had a pretty, pretty insane day, and I, I played my best to actually qualify, qualify for Worlds. And, and I, I will never forget when I went out of the venue. I think it was like 9 p.m. or 9:15 p.m. We like went there for 12 hours playing straight battles. And after I six out the finals, I went to to have something to eat, and you guys were all there. And I think it was like one of the the most memorable, uh, the best memories that I have from playing the game. Ever. And remind us, how did you do overall uh, for Worlds last year? Do you remember your placement? Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I didn't do that great. Uh, I was really exhausted, obviously, today, and I just had didn't really have time to prepare for Worlds. And like, I was prepared for last chance qualifier, but playing two days straight, it, it was really exhausting. So I, I got up in the morning, still tired, and I think the round one, I. I don't remember who actually played in round one. So, but uh, oh, I was against Iomero on stream, and I, I played a I played a pretty impressive I think set. You won that one, right? I, I won two zero, yeah, yeah. I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but he also had like a really good team with Shadow Machamp, if I remember correctly. But I won that one pretty, pretty, with pretty good play in in two zero, and then I went off stage and I was feeling good again. But then I. Then I lost my next round against Mato. I think I got it by then. I got it by then. Next round, then I played against Mato, and he ABA'd me. I will never, I will never forget this. So I was really mad because uh, he played. I, I had Shadow Canto Ninetales with Fire Spin, so it like demolishes Revenant and Warren. And he played the them ABA. Uh, one game later, I think he played another thing with Warren ABA week to fighting, and so I lost. I lost because he ABA'd me. I was really mad, and then I had to play Dax in the loser bracket, and Palapa and Kento Ninetales was basically the main core for my team, and I, there was everything was built around that. And he played four water types, so uh, it had no play, and I just I just couldn't get any any win out of this. And obviously, I was scared of his Wedgie Steel, which I think he couldn't use because he missed. Uh, he he put in a, a wrong move set, so he wasn't allowed to use it, but. Uh, I didn't know that, so I uh, obviously respected it, and then I then I, I just just got clapped by him because I couldn't handle four water types. I even think he brought triple water in one game against me. So it was was everything. I was I was really sad going out, but I think I went twenty fifth, and still an accomplishment. Yeah, opinion. no, that's still fantastic, and you've already qualified as well for this year. So I mean, yes. the goal is goal is winning it, or the goal is just a little bit better. No, the goal is winning it. So I'm not going. I'm not going to Japan to to be 24th. So, uh, goal is winning it. I'm I'm going all in. Uh, I actually have 
six people who are preparing with me, my, my team for works who are practicing with me and looking up teams, I potential IVs, etc. So we're actually doing a lot of preparation in the background and I'm actually trying to, to go all in there. All right. Um, so I remember, uh, so for EYC 2022, um, I told you my, my secret sauce was a developer, right? Yes. And now yes. for Stuttgart, I took your secret sauce. Yes. Can you talk about Stuttgart, yes. how, how that went for you? So that was, I think you played two tournaments. Uh, you played one or two tournaments before Bochum. I played Stuttgart, then Bochum, then oh, UIC. Yeah. Can, can you talk about Stuttgart? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah definitely. So we had like a good evening where we were talking. We were like standing in front of your hotel and I was like, Yo, you know what my secret sauce is? You know what I'm playing? I'm playing dance sports. You were like, you were like, there's no way you're doing that. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It it beats Nocturne, it beats Lantern. It's like the only one of the only core boycotts to that. That's cool. I think we and, discussed yeah. it before the moveset update, and then when the moveset update, uh, yeah, you were like, yeah, now now I'm convinced to run it. Yeah, you, actually, yeah, I think exactly. Double first on your mind, right? And then you went to dance sports. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, that was it. Yes, it was it was double, which I played at EYC, which was just horrible. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was dance person. I was like, yeah, it's it's, it's pretty good. It it beats. And you you check like your your IVs, and then you like, yeah, yeah, you're you're gonna do this as well. I was like, yeah, build it. And then you actually build it right in front of me, and you registered it, and you did better with it than than I did. So I'm happy happy it worked out for one of us. And I think that was actually the start of of dance burst in in play Pokemon. I think we were like the first to ever use it. You know what's the the most silly about it? Um... You know how Palasha won uh, to win with Alessio's team, and everyone yes. refers to it to uh, to the team as Palasha's team yes. and Elise's yeah. team now, even though it was a mind joke. And now people uh, remind me for the Dunsports pick, even though it was, which is which <laughs> is fine, right? It's, I guess I, I think you shouted me out on stream like three times. Yeah, before, and, for and the you told me to so say, you, tried, uh, you told me to say Dunsports better than Napoleon. Yep, yep, I, yes. I did. Yes, also. Uh, Elephant Flash like cursed him stream because of my my dance post, right? In the interview. He did. Yeah, he did. Uh, I think twice. <laughs> no. That, uh, yes. Leo had finally said, "Please don't swear." It was. It was kind of, It was pretty funny. <laughs> yes, it was. It was. Oh my so, god. Yeah, yeah, but it, dance post was good. I just couldn't make it. Couldn't make it work. Like I think I maybe played. I, I actually think I played it too less. It's like like Trevenant, right? If there's a Noctowl or an Umbrian on the opposing team, you have to bring Trevenant because it has at least one target. Mm -hmm. And the same was with Dance Burst. If there's a Medicham, you just still bring Dance Burst because if you avoid it, it's good. Did you have any practice with it before you played the Stuttgart? No, absolutely not. Yeah, no, I don't. I never practiced for tournaments. I was just hoping it was good. Yeah, yeah. I never practiced. Like I think I haven't practiced in ages for any tournament. So interesting. But you are practicing for Japan. Uh, I haven't. I haven't done a single practice battle yet, but but I, I'm pretty sure I will do at least the best of three against one year. Now, I have a question about that because so you qualified when it was the, the quote old meta, the very much, you know, knocked owl, yes. Trevenant lantern meta. What are your thoughts of that compared to what the meta is now? And what do you expect for worlds? Do you think it's going to be the same or do you think, or are you hoping it's something different? Um, I actually think the meta is is basically still the same just without Trevenant because I feel like it's it's just the same meta we are playing uh, some people play uh, a lot a few more people play the the shadow ace now but 
I think that's the only Pokemon that actually has a big appearance. Not talking about Varash's team because I think that team was just ass. But uh, other than that, I think it's only really only the the A slash you have to consider a threat in the current meta. And Shadow Charizard is pretty good, but it was good before then as well. Just no one really couldn't make it work, except for Tonton and was uh, UAC. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fair, fair. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh... Yokama. Um, what do you think of Elite being the first player to uh, sweep from the loser's brackets in day two? Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy for him. Yeah, I'm happy for him. No, it was it was quite funny because. Uh... Can you tell us about Bochum? Yes, of course. Um, I got taken down by 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 Jen into the loser bracket with his the Daniel to score, and I was mad as hell. I was mad as hell. So, I I talked to I I messaged. Josh right before the battle and I said, Yeah, there's no way I'm ever gonna beat it then it's like it beats five of my mons. I only have I only have Trevenant to actually beat it. And then he was like, Yeah, how good is your Registry? So he sent some matchups for me and my Registry was good enough to win the once against it, even if I don't get a debuff on with any of my Zap cannons. I think you need like one thirty HP for it. So I was I was actually I actually had two counters for it because Registry consistently beat it and the zero was at once. And then I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to try my best. And then I just didn't play my, my usual strategy that I had planned for it. And I just lost, lost. I think it was the second round I actually played in Boom. Mm -hmm. So I went outside. Uh, I quit smoking a week before. So I was really close to actually lighting a cigarette and smoke one. But I, I didn't do it. And I'm happy I didn't do it. And then was, James was with me outside. We talked for a few minutes. And I tried to get back into my, my focus. And I think after that, I haven't lost a single game the entire day. I played against Freaker, Super Arky, and uh, another Austrian guy, which I don't remember the name. And I chewed all of them and until the until the, the group final. So I got into day two into the loser's bracket, not dropping a single, single game after I lost to Jen. Then day two, my first best of three was against Asenio. And he was talking trash to me the entire evening the day before. Like he was, he, like he looked at me like every five minutes. I, I did, did the same to him, but he looked at me every five minutes like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you tomorrow. He was like, he was like talking mad trash about me the entire time. And in the end, he was like, he got to the weight and said, yo, can we have like the two of the strongest drinks you have? And then he gave one to me and drank one himself. I just had to go home after this because it was like, I was so drunk. I was so drunk that I just went to the hotel, went to bed, and I woke up the next morning and I was still drunk. So I, I was like, yo, I hate you, Arsenio. Went to the, went to the venue. It was like a 20 minutes walk. I walked there with James. And he was most likely also that. still drunk. Yeah, yeah, he was like coming home at like two. So he was like there yeah, for two more hours, I think. So he probably had a few more drinks even. But he's Irish, right? He can take it. <laughs> so so we walked to the venue we we got got there almost over again and and then we had to play on stage obviously because it was day two and Arsenio came up to me and was like yo he he's he's done like he's drinking orange juice he's he's fit he, he's gonna beat me and I was like yeah dude, I'm still drunk yeah. I don't know what to, I don't know what you're doing but I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you anyways. And then I we went on stage and I think he won game one. I was pretty nervous then because I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna go two against Arsenio. I'm not gonna take not gonna take this. Then I beat him in the second game. 
say in the third game, I think he made a slight mistake. I can't remember exactly what it was, but something with, with his Shadow Sableye and it ended up playable for me and I, I beat him in the last game. And that was the last game I lost until until the losers finals. Then I had to play Ben Steiler, I chose him. I think I played as Marcus, Asius Aurelius afterwards. I chose him. And then I had to play John again in the losers finals. And we had to do the, the interview right before the battles. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna flag him. I'm gonna I'm gonna make him feel his Stadena is so good and so safe against me that he wants to bring it every game and I I think I mentioned this to Dana like five times in the interview. How good it is against my team. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do all the all the, <laughs> all, the all the mental all the mental yeah. stuff. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna flag him to bring the Danny every game. And I think he actually actually fell for it. You you were just was, getting all the ingredients before you get to cook, right? Yes, yes. And I and I was already cooking there, so I was already <laughs> cooking there. I was uh, <laughs> no and then then we played the first game, which I lost because of lag. And I was pretty mad. I disputed it. Ilya did uh, the rematch almost instantly. I took one one wing attack too much, which like basically made my medical. I would have won the game otherwise. But then I fortunately won the the rematch by RPSing him pretty badly. So and then we are playing down game four. I I think I played the worst game I've ever played in my entire life. So I had like I had like zero lose cons, and I found six. <laughs> So I, I threw the game like insanely hard and I tried to, to come back from it. And and I just thought that here's one logical team to play in the last game. It was the then a Noctal Umbreon just playing basic ABB against my Trevenant. So I just up here him. I just let Trevenant had Azu on, this, on, in this, on the swap so I could maybe bait out there the Dana if I have to for his Umbreon. And I had Registeel in the back for the Noctal. And I, I think no matter how bad I play there, I just can't lose this game. As I won and went on to the grand finals against James, and I think we all know how that went. <laughs> yeah, you said, "Oh, it was so much fun to RPS uh, Chun that I think I'm just going to go ahead and do it for the the grand finals." Yes, yes, <laughs> it was quite fun because, like, uh, for me, it was fun. For James, I think it wasn't. I think he said he hates the game like 15 times during during the during the first best of three. We were also having a lot of fun. Like we were singing together because we had masks on, right? So what I could see us, we were like singing the Pokemon theme. Or wanna be from the Spice Girls. We were like singing, singing all the time and joking around. And after the first best of three, we had like a, a small break. We went into the uh, best of five. We went into the second one where I lost the first game. And then I RPSed him like two times again. I was up to one. And in the last game, he said, like, yeah, please, EJ, don't RPS me for once. And I already loved in my team. And I was like, yeah, then don't lead Medicham. And he lets Medicham into my Trevenant and I RPS him again. So it was, yeah. We basically we we both knew once we saw the leads that there's no coming yeah. back from him. Yeah, I mean, was, I think the was, thing with that was, is, that, I mean, they were very quick matches. Oh, oh, there's not a lot you can yeah. do if if the safe swap is also kind of hard countered. But yeah, I mean, he's safe. Yeah, right. Yeah, he I mean, saves like, up a nine against me. He saves yeah. up a nine against my wedges. He like I think three times. Yeah. So, it's not entirely my fault that I've been playing like. I guess well, it just became it predictable at some point, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just his most safe Pokemon if I don't bring Registeel. But there was no way I don't bring Registeel ever, right? So in my opinion, I was like, if I I don't lead Registeel because I don't expect an A9 lead. And if I see an A9 lead, like I can save for Registeel and just try to try to win Switch against whatever because I didn't, didn't expect the, the Digger Speed at all. So yeah. it was just some mind games there. 
What do you think of Registeel right now? Uh, in my opinion, it's still the best Pokemon in the meta. And I'm, I'm definitely gonna, definitely gonna bring it to work on that. I hope That's you do. Like the only, I definitely do. You can bring your Shadow Charizard. You know, I, I, I don't I'm care. Right. I don't care. I don't care about Shadow Charizard. I don't care about Trevenant. There's like nothing that beats beats Registeel up a shield insanely hard in the current meta. And if you can set it up, it, it's just the best Pokemon. So the uh, competitors take notes. EJB is for sure at least bringing a Registeel on the team. Well, if the if you don't expect Registeel, you don't yeah. expect Registeel as well. So you're doing something wrong there. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Well, how do you feel about Registeel opposed against G Fisk right now? We've seen so fewer G Fisk, right? Or yes. Galarian Stun Fisk. Yes, which I I don't really understand. I don't know why it should be worse than it was before. Right, it's. If Sand Slash is not, yeah, but Lantern wants Spark nowadays, right? No one wants Water Gun Lantern. I feel like uh... I haven't seen one. I don't think I've seen a lot of Water Gun Lanterns at the moment. I feel like a lot of the winners of the most recent ones, or at least uh, people who have qualified, a lot of them were running Water Gun Lanterns over Spark Lanterns. Uh, I think I saw the Dracovis Dracovis mid feed uh, on the Lantern usage. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it was kind of even between Spark and Water Gun in top card usage. So I I don't think I I mean it's not like Registeel is good against Watergun Lantern right you still lose oh, that true. consistently so I I don't I don't know why actually there's like a really the cats uh, Chiefest Gavispet that actually beats Watergun Lantern in all even shields if you land one bait so it's actually if you if you want that and get a bait off you can overcome Lantern even in the twos which is quite funny. Did you learn that from James from Lurgan Rocket? He's a man of all the IV spreads. Um, I think uh, actually James and I figuring out a lot of IV spreads together nice. and try to hunt them if they're around. But I think I don't know if he came up with that or if I did. But yeah, we, we figured it out together. I'd say that like that. Speaking of worlds, uh, did, did you uh, did you did you get lucky with the lotteries for the Pokemon events? Yeah, I I didn't win a single one so. <laughs> Oh. I've seen so many people didn't win a single thing to be Jesus. honest. Yeah, I was uh, today. I woke up and I was like, "Yeah, I got an email like all Japanese uh, figures." And I was like, "Oh, I, I, yo, I, yo, can I, can I go there and can I go there?" And I was like, "I check in and I was like, I was all Japanese and I scrolled down because it says English is follow mm -hmm. uh, English follow something." Then I just scrolled down. And I was like, uh, "You didn't win the draw." And I was like, "Yeah, why do you send me an email then? Just, just, just don't." Like I was so hyped and. Uh, yeah, but I think that yeah. uh, it's a bit messy, all those lotteries. Like, imagine you don't compete and go there as a spectator, and then you just don't get drawn in any any lotteries or, or, or whatever. It's, there, there are, like, yeah. players from the community also. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I gave two away for free, uh, so I just... People DM'd me asking if I still have them, so I said, yeah, they are around, just take them, I, I don't care. And also, the, the, the Pokemon Center appointment, right, it's just people DM'd me because you can bring up to three as a competitor on Thursday. I was like, yeah, as long as I have space, just, just come with me. And so they, I think it filled up like at 10 a.m. in the morning, it already yeah. filled up, so all, I had all three spots taken. Yeah. But it's, it's a bummer, right? Imagine you, you pay a lot of that for the, a lot of money for the trip, and then you just, just have... You don't have a spectator pass because you didn't win the, win the lottery. Yeah, you can't go to the to the Pokemon Center because you didn't win the lottery. So it's uh, it's I don't think it's 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 fine. Also, 
I'm pretty sure because I haven't seen anyone except for Moita actually win the, the Wednesday time slot. So I think there are also a lot of bots that actually just got in there, right? So a lot of oh. programming. Uh, you don't need a lot of programming skill to actually get bots in Maybe, there. So. But there's like the, the Japanese PvP community is actually like massive. Like on their yeah. qualifier stream, they have like 4K viewers. That's four times more than the NA ones do, yes. which is yes, yes, yes. pretty insane. So I, I don't know if it's bots per se, but yeah, it's. I, I guess I, we'll find out. We, we will see. We will see some. A few people probably sell some spots on on Twitter and on other platforms, which is just just wrong in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. Is but yeah, it's, I, I wasn't lucky, unfortunately. Not lucky in that, but maybe lucky in actual worlds. Are there anyone that you're hoping that you're going to face, or anyone that you're hoping that you're going to avoid? Actually, uh, there was like the Twitter thing where a lot of people tagged each other for, for stuff like that. Yeah, you, you made and fun of everyone who did that. Uh, you called it like a middle school chain. Uh, yes, yes. Know. It was like, it's like if, you, if, you, if you don't send it to 10 other people, your family's going to die. And it's like, it's like something like this we had on Facebook like 10 years ago. But and I was like, yeah, I got tagged like three times. I was like, yeah, it's kind of arrogant if I don't do it back. Yeah. So I thought about it. And I was like, yeah, is there anyone I actually don't want to face? And I was like, yeah. Uh, I think there's not a single person I, I'm actually afraid of facing. I also said the other day, I think there's like only one person in the entire tournament that I feel like I've never faced or like never noticed I've faced. Because, well, I think it was 122 competitors and I have faced at least everyone once in GBL or still both factions or whatever. Oh, that's crazy. Except for one. That's Human Catcher Bug. You've never so faced off against I've Human never faced human catcher bug. I don't think I've ever Me faced actually. him. Like I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember facing him ever in GBL. And I've never faced him in Silver or any other form of tournament. So he's like the only person I, I don't know how he plays. I also have never I think I'm the one the only person in the community who hasn't watched a single YouTube video of him. So I might do this before Worlds, but uh he had a lot of good good things about this. So I might check it out. I mean but he's like the only person I've never faced before. Yeah but I mean it would be like silly to prepare for just one person, right? When there's like yeah, I'm not not preparing any. I'm not preparing for one person, anyways. Right? It was the same thing. Like, nah, why would I? You're like you're not a threat. You're probably you're probably one of the persons I faced the most, right? So a lot in a lot of practice tournaments. Mm. I think we have never faced in factions, but a lot of practice tournaments. No, you always want to face uh, the easier Dutchman. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, the retired one, the actually retired one. So. Or no, we'll see how long. <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess we have never faced there. But no, I'm I'm not preparing for anyone in particular. I just I just wanna just wanna prepare the best I can for the entire thing. And mm -hmm. I also said when building my team, I have like two drafts of team that I potentially will play. And I was like, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna prepare for any particular Pokemon, right? Because if I get RPS, I get RPS, right? But I just don't wanna. Don't want to lose because I forgot about a single Pokemon and that sweeps me. That's like the, the last thing I want to have. Yeah, fair. Um, all right, that's uh, that's clear. I just have one more question. Did you practice your Japanese well for uh, for rules? <sighs> no. Not at all. You're gonna rely Not fully on all. me. Yes, I, I know five words. Yes, I do. That's more than that's five <laughs> words more than I do. So. <laughs> uh, I I just I just didn't have the time and patience to, to actually get get some in and i figured out that 
probably Google Translate will be my best friend there because yeah. you can just, just just put the camera on and everything and it mm -hmm. translates into any language you want. And yeah, I think that's yeah, I, I, mostly what we're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I I just I just I just couldn't couldn't learn Japanese within three months. I to yeah to be fair I I was in Japan for like two weeks a couple of years ago and I also didn't learn any and yeah you can one hundred percent get by on English alone and also I thought it would be weird because uh if you look at me I kind of look Asian I don't know it seems weird because my last name is Lindberg so you would think I would look Swedish but uh, I was like when I was in China they all thought I was Chinese but when I was in J Japan no one thought I was Japanese and I they always spoke to me in English and so I was really puzzled. But I think it's maybe because I have a tattoo and it's not super common for for people to have tattoos. So they're like, yeah, that girl's not from around here. I read the other day that you have to cover them up if you want to go into like, a, if you want to go like swimming or something like this. Yeah, if you're going you to go to a sauna. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Because I also, I also have tattoos, right? Not big ones, but I have tattoos. So I clear that up. But if, I, if I'm allowed to do it, they're like, they don't show them in public anyways, right? They usually have tattoos where you, where you don't see them, yeah, like mm -hmm. or the upper arm where the t-shirt covers it, and, yeah. and like that's maybe that's the reason, right? If you have like a obviously visible tattoo that they assume you are not Japanese, then. yeah. I have to know now what uh, what tattoos do you have, VJ? It's just a compass on my my chest, and I have like a small writing on above my wrist. So that's just the sleeve. What does it say? If I may ask, yeah, you will find out. You will find out in Japan. All right, all right. I will tell you. What are, what are you going to get, Martine? Well, let's let's make some sort of thing. Martine's got to get a tattoo while you guys are in <laughs> together so at some point. <laughs> Something, but I already forgot. It was too complicated. Uh, and Probably a dance buzz on your back. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, 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 yeah, like, like a tail starting in the neck and then it runs all the way down. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it, uh, it, 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 it would have been something personal but uh, may maybe someday um i want to go into the last topic that i have uh, here for you ej what are your expectations uh, expectations apologies for the 2024 season of play pokemon oh that's that's a good question thank you um i don't know you i don't think you came up with it on your own but it's too <laughs> good <laughs> no i actually thought about it and uh if you if you pull up your your trainer profile on play pokemon like if you log in with your trainer club account you can actually see that there's european masters pokemon go point system right so i do expect there to be maybe a championship point system to qualify for next year's worlds because we are kind of capped on 122 to 128 qualifiers through the system we have currently right if we want to grow the entire thing for go we probably have to go into swiss brackets with championship points and we're gonna have to do the, the step some yeah, I don't know if this year is already it because we couldn't fill up all the tournaments, right? We just couldn't reach on with competitors in every tournament. But maybe maybe it's it's a thought that they have and if they do they they have to start it basically with the first tournament in is Barcelona the first one or is the NA one first? Uh, Pittsburgh is the first one. That's okay, I think okay. the, so the, they're gonna have to Yeah, like the eighth of September. Yeah. But, so they're gonna have to start it there. Also, the the NA leaderboard is already up again, right? So you can already check out the, the championship. All right. it's, I think it's play points there, where you actually is it already, already for the next can start. Season? Yes, wow. yes, it is. This yeah. So uh, if we get it for you, they probably have to announce it soon, so we don't fall back on points 
bad uh, hard if we if we have this it's split up by regions anyways but i mean if you if you grind for points you probably want to be the global number one right so yeah no that makes sense what are your personal thoughts on points do you do you like that system more or would you rather have it be first and second with the cascade like it is now well uh, uh I obviously did pretty well in the current system, right? I've qualified for Worlds two times in a row. So I did like it. And, you know, um, like I said earlier, I'm a father of three, right? I have a family at home. I, I don't have the capacity to actually travel to maybe six regionals every season. Like I did two last, last year. I did, or last season, I did the UIC. I think it was only UIC and last chance qualifier. Right? And this year I did Stuttgart, Bochum, so like the two German ones and the UIC. So, I, if I don't have to, I don't have one. I have to travel to two more because it's it's also not not that cheap, right? To be fair, mm-hmm. if you have like five six regionals, each one costs like two to three, maybe four hundred euros, depending where it is and how good your connection flights are. Because I live in the middle of nowhere, right? I always have to do, go to Vienna, which already cost me personally like a hundred bucks to get to Vienna to the airport. So it's it's not easy for me. So I don't really I'm not a fan of the point system per se for myself, but I, I think it's a fair system if I think of people like a mind joke decks, people who do really or even Arsenio who do really, really good in a lot of tournaments, but just can't get the, the final push to make top two who are not lucky enough that the cascade's down enough, right? Mm-hmm. Like a mind joke went forth in Malmö, right? And right behind Danky Chan and Danky Chan got the invitation and Mindjuk missed out on it again, and I'm pretty sure he would have qualified if you take the point system into account for this season. So I guess it's just fair or more fair than it is now. But to be fair, like winning a regional or going second is also a bit of luck involved. And if you're third and get the invitation, yeah, it's also a lot of luck involved, right? So no, I think if I think if you're third and you get an invite, it doesn't count, and you probably aren't as good of a battler as uh, people who... Are you implying uh, something? I, I do agree, but only if you do it in the German region. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I'll yeah, give you that uh, stipulation. Only people... Respect to Danke, respect to Jen, but if you do it in Stuttgart or in any other German country, you're just not good enough for what. Yep. No, but no, but just joke, just joke. You, you did well. In, I can't in, get in a, a little bit of respect on any of these podcasts. <laughs> you did last week. You did last week. That's true. Yeah, uh, Arcus Relius gave you some some kind words at point at points, <laughs> sprinkled in. Turn it, turn it around a bit. Yes, yes, because that's like that's like uh, that's the spirit of the podcast. Yeah, of course. Yeah, troll uh, inadequacy. Um, <laughs> Amanda, I'll I'll. Uh, uh leave you the honors of uh doing the last question okay thank you very much yeah this is the the staple question that we ask all of our guests so we're going to ask you to name some battlers that fit into categories so name a battler who you think would be considered a brawler, and this is someone who maybe they're not super well known in the pvp community but you really see them as an up-and-comer and then name someone who is a champion, someone that you know probably is already qualified, super well known, and really has a shot of winning worlds. You can say yourself, but let's say maybe besides yourself. Yeah, and yeah, also I'm not gonna name myself. Before you answer that, I bought some waste potential merch. Just saying. <laughs> that's true. I still have to order it though, but that's true. Um, uh, I mean, I knew I got I would get this question, but I just didn't prepare it, and <laughs> it's like. Uh, <laughs> It's like words. Yeah, it's like it's like Bochum. I knew I'm gonna play there, but I'm not gonna prepare for it. So, who is that? Well, like, it's a good question. There are like a lot of 
players in the community that are really good and uh, maybe I want to give uh, that's a tough one that's a really tough one because like everyone who is qualified for worlds can't potentially be a footballer right because they like they like already have an achievement and they are probably known as well so it's probably someone who just came close that's he's 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 well known but he hasn't qualified this year or last year but i really wish he would do next year i think we it's trent i will really, he's he's probably one of the most unluckiest guy we have in the entire community and he's he's really he's, he's a really good person a really nice guy a lovely guy and uh, i wish he qualifies next year so i will i will name him as my my footballer and wish him the best for next season and hope he, he doesn't fall short again and as a as a champion who is in the champion? My champion is James. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Logan Walker. He's 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 handsome. He's funny. He's he's he has he has everything. He's a great battler. He's a great person, and he's he's my personal champion as well. So he was our first ever regional champion as well for play Pokemon. So yeah, he's got some uh, kudos yes. to now, his name. And and he's he's so funny. He's he is so a, funny. It's a fun dude. So, yeah, it's it's shit. Uh, for those uh, who are just listening to the podcast, there's a silent tear rolling down Martin's face as he is once again not uh, named as someone's my champion, but maybe maybe next time. <laughs> it's unfair calling Martin out as a champion here on the podcast because I don't want to push his ego even further. <laughs> yeah, his head's going to get so big that it just fills up the whole screen. <laughs> I'm only the best. I don't think I'm the best, but... Uh... <laughs> being the best in Netherlands to be honest yeah. there are a lot of good Dutch players it's true it's true yeah I'm not saying you're okay. not the best Dutch player but I'm not saying you're not the best Dutch player but it's it's a it's a tight race in, in the Netherlands yeah depends on what perspective you look at it and because we haven't mentioned it yet on this podcast episode and we mentioned it every episode um I think you beat like a, a regional champion at uh, EUIC, didn't you, Martin? It's true. I did knock out Me Weedle, the prediction that all the other EUIC casters had to win the EUIC, and I knocked him right out of it. It's a perfect way to end the podcast. It was beautiful <laughs> when he swapped in his Araquanite into my Chariot instead of uh, th just throwing a Hydro with a Swampert. Yeah, that was a really good play <laughs> by me. <laughs> it, it happens. Out good. Out good. Alright, thank you, EJ, for, uh, for coming on um yeah i hope you had a good time with us thank you for making time for I us i did thanks for having me on yes and good luck at worlds thank you very much thank but not too me. much luck not against me i don't need luck against you, you you're assuming you lose, just lose right <laughs> no <laughs> we'll see we'll see all right thank you and we'll see you in the next episode goodbye bye